well, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the universe. It's Chris, and we're down on Bondi Beach once again. It's an amazing day, <coughs> and I'm watching out at sea a guy on a surfboard with a, uh, what do you call it, uh, a keel and an engine, a jet. So he's just standing on this thing going right across the ocean at, oh, it looks to me like 20, 30k. It's amazing. It's a dead flat day. There's not many people down here because I think uh, Easter Saturday, everybody went out and did a bit of a push the envelope a bit on Easter Friday night, especially our neighbours over the back who we've called the police on last night three times. Went nuts. Um, and everybody, the police said they've had about 20 calls because they hired a DJ and decided that who gives a hell about any other human being on earth? They brought in some massive speakers, and we might as well have been at a, a U2 concert. <laughs> Good luck to them. But finally, <clears throat> I think our first complaint was at about 9 o'clock, and finally it got shut at 1. So that's how busy our police are in Bondi doing things more important than noise, but not more important to us, of course. So, down on the beach, lots of families, everyone getting an early sun suntan before the heat of the day comes. We elected not to move our car today, because if you move your car in Bondi and try to get a parking spot about 10, you can be waiting an hour. So, we a little bit over that to visitors to Bondi it's not so bad because they uh, it's novelty part of the process finding a car park for us is just a proverbial pain in the butt <laughs> that's what happens when you stay in a place um, and you get used to it become part of the furniture today I wanted to talk quickly about um, enjoyment how much better do people do when they enjoy the thing that they do? Now, higher consciousness, which is what we're working on here on this podcast, is the ability to enjoy what you do. Lower consciousness is the ability to grind through what you do and get it done and make a buck. Higher consciousness is the ability to enjoy it, no matter what it is, and get through it and make a buck. So the end result can be the same, lower consciousness, higher consciousness. It just depends how much violence is involved, how much emotion is involved. And I think, for me, how much energy is involved. So as you start to get older in life, as the years start to tick by, the amount of petrol that you've got to in your tank for a day is really important. You just don't want to waste it because, well, to be honest with you, there's not as much as there used to be. Uh, my partner, Lotta, she gets up at five, she goes, drives an hour to meet some friends or some colleagues. They go on a four hour, very hard bike ride through the, through the hills north of Sydney. She finishes the bike ride, gets back to the car, has a breakfast that she made the morning before she left uh, in the car. She has that by herself, sitting there, makes a thick shake, 
uh, protein smoothie and drives half an hour to a swimming pool up in Lane Cove. Swims six kilometres hard at a pace nobody in the pool can imagine. Comes out of the pool after six kilometres, has something to eat, another cup of coffee maybe, drives the car an hour to get home in traffic, gets home, has one hour uh, break during which she makes her dinner, eats her dinner, changes clothes, packs it all up and heads off to work at the reception of a uh, RSL restaurant to 8.30 at which time she comes home and starts gearing herself up for sleep so she can do it all again tomorrow. Now, she got a lot of petrol. That's an amazing, incredible amount of energy and, and discipline and persistence. And it's not easy. I watch her lose enjoyment for what she does as she gets more and more tired and exhausted from it. And she's trying using the aura ring and she's trying using nutritionalists to keep the fuel up. And basically they're all saying she's not giving herself enough petrol, fuel. So they wanted to eat more. The question for her is, when? Because you can't eat a lot uh, before a swim or a bike ride and you don't feel like much after it for a while. So she's into shakes and nutrition on the bike and uh, uh, using a water bottle at the end of the pool. But at the end of the day, she's just running out of time to eat. So with the running out of energy from time to time, her enjoyment of what she does drops. And I see when her enjoyment drops, I see the benefit the benefit of her training and the benefit of what she's doing go down and I see her vulnerability to errors go up, you know, not putting the wheel on the bike properly or stubbing a toe or spraining her ankle or doing something. I see that accelerate unnecessarily, but I see it go up. She might drop something in the kitchen. She might... Uh, you know, the laundry might be forgotten or whatever she's doing might be done. And I see the effort she's putting in multiply, the tiredness multiply, her enjoyment reduce, and I'm seeing the net effect is not positive. Now, higher consciousness means enjoyment. And the question might be, and you would have the same in your work, if you have a demand, like she does, of eight hours training a day or whatever your company demands of you, and you're not enjoying it, do you pull back and, and train less, work less? Like I hear people say, oh, I'm going to work three days a week or two days a week instead of five because I'm not enjoying it as much. Or do you learn how to be more effective in your training? And the answer is really important to you because... We, we get fixated, like Lottie is, on how disciplined and how regimented and how committed we are to our training. And we feel good about ourselves when we work hard, when we give it our best. And yet our performance drops. 
the rich get richer and the poor get poorer because the people with money are more relaxed about it. So they enjoy what they do more because they're not so, uh, let's say, nervous or in a, and, and, and not so much emotional about it. So I think uh, enjoyment is a state of higher consciousness. And I think this enjoyment means irrespective of the circumstance. Uh, you might be exhausted physically, but that doesn't mean you don't have to enjoy that. You might be mentally puffed out because you didn't sleep because the baby kept you awake or something. And you go, um, I'm not enjoying this anymore. And you go, no, no, I'm just tired. So you can whittle it down a little bit and focus on the solution rather than just not enjoy it and persist on it. I think it's really important for all of us to recognize that really when you are enjoying what you do, when you enjoy your work, enjoy your time with the family, enjoy your partner, enjoy your breakfast, enjoy luncheon, enjoy doesn't mean uh, walking around with a great big grin like hearty ha-ha. It's a smile. It's an inner, inner smile. It's enjoy. It's a relaxed enjoyment. So I really think uh, that if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you really don't have to change what you're doing. You have to change your approach. And sometimes, like Lotta, who's been a, a professional athlete for 25 years, sometimes you carry the habit of not enjoying things. You carry the habit into the next thing, into the next thing. And suddenly you, you, you think the thing is to blame and you're not. So because you from time to time find something to enjoy, but then it evaporates. So adaptation, when we adapt to a circumstance, we stop enjoying it. We go, oh, uh, you know, I've got a nice house. Oh, wow, look at the new house I've got, look at the new house I've got. And then suddenly you go, oh, I could paint the walls or I could do the garden or I could mow the lawns or oh, I've got a car, but gee, if I had a better car, it'd be better. And I think that uh, is the source of suffering. Desire, in the Buddhist words, is the is the source of all suffering. And the desire, it, it doesn't mean you can't want. I think that's not what they mean. I think what they mean is the lack of appreciation for what you've got. So when we blame what we, we're, our circumstances, we're into desire. We desire to change it. We desire something better. We desire to be somewhere else. We desire. So we get into an obsession with changing our circumstances to make our happiness, our enjoyment of it better, rather than to really focus on, as all the great teachings will uh, aim, focus on our approach. How can we enjoy being tired? How can we enjoy being alone? How can we enjoy being depressed? How can we enjoy being frustrated? How can we enjoy being around someone who's just not interesting to us? How can we enjoy circumstances that are in conflict with what we expected. There's a real application of higher consciousness and I think that is a really important part of the focus of your coaching when you do coaching sessions is to weed out those things you're not enjoying and find the mindset or find the flip of headspace that allows you to enjoy it. Which in turn puts you into high performance mode which is puts you into 
high probability of success mode, which in turn uh, feeds your enjoyment. It, it's a backward feeding process. So I, I, I can't do this with my partner a lot. Every time I say something to help her, uh, of course, I'm interfering and uh, you're never a prophet in your own home. But it's hard to watch. And uh, uh, But the, the gift of it is I get to enjoy watching someone not enjoy something. And the way I enjoy watching someone not enjoy what they're doing is to be able to teach other people about how to enjoy <laughs> doing what they're doing uh, and not necessarily focus on what and her uh, challenges uh, heading to Japan Olympics. By the way, anybody listening to this? Lotta has a challenge uh, ahead of her, uh, which she's looking for help. She has, uh, she, she has a race in Austria in June that if she does well, she becomes uh, a Dutch Olympian. Uh, if she doesn't go, she doesn't become a Dutch Olympian. So. Uh, I can't promise to anybody out there that Lotte will do well in Austria in the race in which she will compete against her other two other Dutch women who could take her place. What I can say is she'll give her best and I hope she'll enjoy doing it. The way that she will enjoy it most is if someone puts their hand up and says, we would love to help you out with a few bucks because the difference between sitting in Sydney in June and listening to the Austrian race and going to the Austrian race is not a huge amount of money, but it's certainly more money than you can make sitting at the reception of an RSL, which is her current occupation, while she trains really, really hard to get to the world level, uh, an Olympic level. So if you know of anybody who has a few spare dollars and could part with a few bucks, I think she's only looking for about $7,000 which is really not a heap. And if it's broken down as 14 people with $500 or, or whatever. Um, if you uh, do, my phone number is on the podcast um, and I'd really welcome all my email, which is uh, chris at innerwealth.com. Uh, uh, please be in touch and help her out. Uh, that's sort of paying for her contribution to this podcast, I suppose, in a way. But, yeah, uh, she deserves the support she can get. Okay, have a beautiful day. I'm going for an ocean swim. Bye for now.